Hi everyone, in this video I'll be talking about why is it so important to have a mentor and how a mentor can help you accelerate and fast track your growth when it comes to achieving certain goals in your life. Now the number one reason that's quite common of why people want to have mentors is this. Mentors are an efficient and effective way of how to achieve your goal. The reason why you want to have a mentor is because you expose yourself to the way they think. You expose yourself the way they troubleshoot problems, the way they talk about certain conversation topics, the certain perspective, the way they handle people, the way they demonstrate leadership. So in a way, when you are dealing with a mentor, sometimes you have a crash course on how to do things a lot more fast and more quicker because you're exposed to how they, they, how they think. And as we know, sometimes the way you think shapes the way you act. And when the way you act shapes your result as well. So if you want to get the result faster, you have to backtrack and think about how does a person think in the first place. And having a mentor is also important is because I've realized that mentors teach you where to focus your attention. Now, some of us, when we have a goal, sometimes we think we have only one method of how to achieve the goal. And we have, when, when we develop something called tunnel vision, tunnel vision means that we somehow become blind to other areas, faster areas to achieve our goal. A mentor is somebody who's able to give you an objective viewpoint, an opinion, and say that, hey, have you considered this? Have you considered that? Or maybe the method that you pick is a long, takes you longer to achieve your goal. So why not you know, just capitalize on somebody else's perspective? And also, when you have that perspective, you don't have to just simply follow it. You can critically evaluate it and decide whether it's right for you. And also another reason of why having a mentor, I realize, is so important is because there are people who challenge you. Now, I come across different mentors, and one of them is Gary Vaynerchuk. And I highly, highly look up to this person because he is very successful in the marketing and business world. And the reason why I started tuning to his content a lot is because I feel like he speaks really fast, he has lots of energy. I feel like he brings a lot of value. At the same time, he also is a person that's not afraid to tell it as it is. He's not afraid to show you ideas, give you different points of view and stick to them. And in a way that sort of challenged me the way I think. And I think it's, the thing about mentors is that Mentors are not just supposed to be your cheerleaders. You're not supposed to be psychopaths that just amp you up and guess uh, and say you're the best and things like that. But they are supposed to be people that challenge you to think about things differently. They're supposed to be people to, to give you a different perspective that you've never thought before. And the only way you grow as a person through your mindset is you have people that you b believe and trust and are successful that give you a different perspective of how to think. And that also means sometimes they, when they challenge you the way you think, you may feel the burn, you may feel the criticism, you may feel like painful. But in a way, you're better off having uh, come across a different perspective on how to look at things. And this is when I also realized one thing. Sometimes mentorship, people tend to think as a one-to-one -one sort of exchange on a monthly basis, maybe with a manager, with a senior team manager. As, you know, they, we tend to think of mentorship as something like that. But mentorship also can mean that you purposely take the opportunity to work for somebody in a specific industry you want to get into. Uh, or maybe you notice there's something about this person that uh, they have a lot of capabilities, they have a lot of strengths that you want to learn from. So instead of just having a one-to-one -one, um, meeting with them every month or trying to ask them to be your mentor, sometimes you, know, you can have that mentorship uh, experience by working for that person by maybe being on their team, by maybe trying to get on your team, bring them value, and then as a result of that, 
through that kind of um, interaction ongoing on an ongoing basis, you sometimes expose yourself to a lot of things about them that you otherwise would not have learned. And this kind of interaction, I believe, is through observation and being in the surrounding. If you notice one thing, leaders of a certain company create a certain kind of culture with their own company. Chances are, the people that work for them are expected to uphold to certain principles and certain value system. So if you want to uh, if you have, if you want to learn a lot, if you really want to get into a certain industry or learn a lot from a certain mentor, chances are the best situation sometimes could be you work for them. You, you try to, to bring them value, you try to get into their team, you try to work for them. After a while, you notice if they have certain principles that they value a lot, they sort of pump that a lot within their own team itself because their own team is a reflection of them, is a reflection of their own leadership. So if you notice after a while, everybody on the team has to uphold. If their standards were like this, like low, they have to rise it up. If there are certain skill sets they did not know how to do or they were not good at, they have to push themselves to go higher so they can meet the leadership of their mentor itself. Now, if you think about it, mentorship brings a lot of benefit actually, to be honest. However, why is it that not a lot of people pursue mentorship? Now, the reason why some people do not pursue mentorship is because sometimes they feel that they can learn from books. Now, reading books is good when it comes to trying to expose yourself to new ideas. But the problem with, book is this, with books is this. Books were written for a specific time period by a specific person. And basically, when you're a person that's reading books, sometimes you tend to pick the things that you like to hear. You tend to pick the things that you think you may like. And that also means that you're shutting yourself you're shutting yourself from ideas that could challenge you, that could make you grow rapidly. So you are very biased in your selection of books. And also one thing I notice about books, books can give you a lot of good ideas, but for some reason, depending on the way you consume information, if you're very passive, you read the book, you get a few ideas, you get excited, and then you close the book, and then life goes as normal. You don't actually implement any new thing that you learn from the book. And also another thing is this, some people tend to speak a lot about why not use your own life experience. Now, I think it's good to have as many life experience, try new things, and also analyze and evaluate them for yourself. But I realize one thing, life experience means that for your life experience to give you value, means that you have to evaluate them. And usually the evaluation period takes time. So if something happened to you a year ago, you did not learn the lesson like, that at that time, you only learn the lesson in hindsight. So it could be one year, two year, three year. Don't know how long it takes for you to learn the lesson from your own ex personal experience. Which is why experiences are good. However, um, depending on the person, depending how fast they evaluate things, how fast they assess themselves and how honest they are with themselves, experiences sometimes in life takes you longer to digest. And that is only when you have the maturity to be able to analyze yourself objectively and then gain further insight. Which is why we come across mentorship. You know, the way I used to think of mentorship, I was guilty of this was, I thought a mentor was somebody who had the answers to everything in life. I thought they were like a fairy godmother that just waved their wand, give you an answer whenever you have a problem. I realized that mentorship is not a fairy godmother kind of situation, but mentorship means that they're able to streamline certain processes for you. They're able to teach you uh, the ways they think, the way they analyze information, the way they troubleshoot problems, the way they react to situations. And when they teach you by example, after a while you begin to pick up on the things that they teach you. And after a while you have, to, you, then you begin to analyze and also think, how can you adjust it to yourself? 
how you incorporate all those things that you learned. And I think this is super important is because anything that you learned, you have to analyze and reflect upon it. And when you come across a mentor as well, they, for some reason, I feel that mentors make you analyze certain situations. They do not want an exact carbon copy of themselves. They do not want to, for you to be their mini, I mean, you're not supposed to be like a mini, of your, a mini version of your mentor. You're supposed to be yourself, but you're supposed to take all the positive things that you learn from them, incorporate them, and also develop your own individuality. And the reason why I think mentorship, I, if I think about it, is so impactful is this. Mentors essentially are another human being. And chances are, if you respect them, you have admiration for them, and you're very open to them, chances are when they say certain things that you may not like, they, if they give you critical feedback that's good for you, you somehow or rather open up yourself to be able to listen to what they have to say. And I think that's the most important thing. You take the opportunity to just listen and open yourself to a new perspective. Compare that if you were to read from a book, let's say a book told you something you didn't like, you just shut the book and then toss the book out of the way. You wouldn't even like consider it, right? Or let's say you had your own experience that, that sort of gave you a very uncomfortable lesson. Chances are if you're not open to learning from the experience, you probably forget about the experience and not take any lessons from it. But when you're with a mentor, for some reason, just because you feel the mentor is, is sincere, the mentor means well, the mentor is somebody that's achieved a level of success and is relatable, chances are you will somehow think that even if you don't like what the mentor says, maybe there's some value to it. Because a person is much more emotionally invested in the mentor, they become much more receptive to what the mentor has to say. So sometimes the mentor can, can give you different perspectives that you may not agree, or they have a, a different kind of personality or the way they view certain things that may not agree. But because you sort of have the emotional connection to somebody, you become, you become, more, uh, you become more receptive to hear what someone says. And I think that's important. Just simply by, by, um, just simply by being more receptive means that you know, you're not, your, your view of the world is not so closed off. Your view of the world, how to achieve your goal is not so closed off and you realise that there are many ways to do certain things. If you have heard about the benefits of mentor, chances are you're thinking, how can I get a mentor? Now, sh now getting a mentor means it's not just by you asking somebody in your industry, like, can you be my mentor? It's about how can you provide value to them? how can you, because mentors usually are people, like let's say if you want a highly successful person as your mentor, chances are they're already busy. They're juggling multiple situations. They don't have time, or there's a lot of information that's coming towards them that they, you know, they just don't have the time or the manpower to just process them. So whenever you feel like you can bring value to somebody else by help, helping them to do certain tasks, by giving them value that, you know, by helping them in certain situations that they, they need help in, chances are they're more receptive to, to uh, being your mentor as well. And another trick I learned was this, if you want to get in, into an industry itself, it's not about just you hitting up some random person asking for them for advice and things like that. Sometimes the shortcut is that you go to those industries that you want to get into and work and start from the bottom. And that means when you start from the bottom in the industry you want to enter, chances are you have the kind of connection you can already build. For example, maybe you work at the bottom, you chances are you get to be around this person a lot. You can show them how you can show them the valuable team member to them. And you can shine. And this makes it much more easy for them to start imparting certain situations to you. 
because when you're working for them, you're demonstrating your value, you're demonstrating you do a good job, you're demonstrating being a good team player, chances are these people start to teach you certain things about them. Or they start to introduce you to people that you have not had the access to. For example, let's say your mentor is somebody that has friends that, the ha friends that have uh, high positions in certain industries or even certain companies. You know, this person says that, oh, this person that works for me is dependable. They, they end up giving you recommendations. So suddenly now you have access to other people that your mentor also has access to. You know, just by simply demonstrating you have value and can bring value to your mentor in a working capacity. Another thing when it comes to mentors is that you don't have to stick to one and only one mentor. You can have multiple mentors throughout your lifetime. And some of these mentor situations doesn't mean, it, it doesn't have to be somewhat of a regular situation. They sustain for years and years. It also can be those one-off, you know, mentorship calls they have with somebody, or maybe you, you go and attend their talks. And in a way as well, you're, what you're trying to do is you're trying to tap onto many different people. You're trying to expose yourself to the, the different ways different people do things and then siphon out what works and, and start to implement it. And I realized that mentorship doesn't mean that the person has and only has to be in your industry. They can be in different industries. But certain situations, certain uh, mindsets, certain things that they apply that works for them can also be beneficial for you if you just expose yourself to what they actually do. And what I like about this book, Mastery, written by Robert Greene, when it comes to talking about internship is this. People tend to view as something as either good or bad, but they don't view both, both sides of the coin. Mentorship can be incredibly powerful as in it helps you uh, accelerate your growth and a good mentorship and a good mentor is somebody that is willing and happy for you to succeed and do even better than them and and also that's because also in a way they also feel like you know i nurtured this person i gave my guidance as someone who's who's much more experienced and this person has done better than me and therefore they're very proud of your success and i think that's great however the dark side of mentors is this some people for them for you to be incredibly successful and more successful than them also means that they can get jealous, they get insecure, and sometimes they want to cut off their wings. They want to cut off your wings is because they may not be comfortable seeing somebody can surpass them. So whenever you get into a situation when it comes to mentorship, you have to be very careful about both sides of the coin. While mentorship is something that's positive, there are also situations that mentorship you have to navigate mentorship very, very carefully. And the reason is this, when it comes to mentorship, your goal is to gain as much value from a mentor and also give them value in return. At the same time, there must be a point where you, you are independent from your mentor. That means you're not under your mentor's gu uh, guidance and influence all the time. You have to be able to exert your own independence. It's uh, about you taking the things that you learn from mentor and also giving your own perspective giving your own value and, and sort of giving something out into the world that's uniquely yours. Because mentor, a mentorship relationship doesn't mean that you have to be a mini version of your mentor because I think that's a little bit creepy as well. But um, mentorship experience is about how you accelerate your own growth. So at the end of the day, you have to still think about yourself as an individual. And you also have to uh, think, you know, well, you definitely benefit from the kindness and the guidance of your mentor. At the same time, you must remember to maintain your own independence and your own individuality. And I think this lesson is best demonstrated by Tony Robbins. The way Tony Robbins communicates his ideas, uh, he could communicate concepts that are same across the board in the personal development world, 
But however, he's very unique. He definitely demonstrates his own personality whenever he talks in seminars, the way he writes his books, the way he comes across in his content basically on YouTube and uh, video as well. His mentor is this guy called Jim Rohn. And we watch the videos of both Tony Robbins and Jim Rohn. Chances are they would have said the exact same principles, but the way they communicate their message is totally different. Jim Rohn has his own unique way style of doing things. Tony Robbins is like this ball of energy that's so crazy, full of passion and energy, and he does things very differently from his mentor. So in a way, if Jim Rohn can influence Tony Robbins, and Tony Robbins' success is also partly due to maybe the influence of Jim Rohn, the difference between Jim, the difference, I think the reason why Tony Robbins is incredibly successful is because he takes the benefit of any a mentor, any lesson that he can learn from his mentor, and then he infuses it with his own personal, personal taste, his personal touch to the situation. And now the number one, now in conclusion, when it came to mentorship, I realized one thing that's very important that was talked about in this book, Mastery. Mentorship is an actual demonstration that a lot of discipline, focus and attention is required to reach your goals. Now if you think about it, if you look at your mentor and they've achieved incredible amounts of success, what they're doing is they're reinforcing the lesson to you. They reinforce the lesson of discipline, focus and attention is important. And it's very important to hold on to these principles because nowadays, every one of us are so inundated with shortcut, fix, hack situations and things like that. So after a while, our mindset begins to shift. We no longer think that discipline, focus and uh, attention are necessary. So, so the only way to combat that sometimes I feel is to look at somebody else that has achieved success and to constantly remind yourself that success is achievable if you, if you put in a lot of work at the same time, you adopt certain best practices from somebody else that works for them and also you begin to put your own personal touch on how you want to improve upon what you learned. So in the next video, I'll be talking about why is it so important to develop social intelligence, especially in the workplace. And social intelligence means that you see people for who they actually are.